on this episode of the AIE Podcast. BlizzCon Guildhall 2017? It's so last year. Right? Destiny is cursed. Bards are performing. Sotor has a token to boost. And we're talking to ourselves because we're our own guests. Yes. All that and more coming up now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. All right. Welcome to episode 288 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Octa Est gaming community. The die has been podcast. I'm Makala, and I've been busy messing up stuff in the guild kitchen. I apologize. To my left is Tet. May the force be with you. <laughs> May the force be with you. Mm. Um, so the Mew House was struck by a plague this week. Yes, like a rat goal. Um mm-hmm. So we're without everyone's favorite altaholic. And due to the call, the chaos of the holidays, we're also going to do a solo show this week. Yay! Or a <laughs> duo show because it's Tet and I doing the show. Yeah, the podcast is coming from inside the house. That's right. All right. So we're going to be chatting a little more about in and out of game shenanigans. But first, let's cover this week's news. AIE News. If you visited the Guild Hall at BlizzCon and have ideas of things you'd like to see added to the Guild Hall for next time, please drop an email to officers at aie-guild.org so we can look it over and add to the discussion that's already ongoing for next year's Guild Hall. Well, you know what? It's better than the last minute. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What are we doing? Not that that's the way our community works ever. Second. All right, and Destiny 2 membership is going strong. Near daily activities, membership in the AIE2 clan is growing as it approaches clan rank 2. Full clan raid has been cleared. Members, Many members are hitting 350, which is the max gear score. The first expansion, The Curse of Osiris, arrives on the 5th on 5 December, if we want to be British about this. New Planet Mercury, a new social zone, The Lighthouse, increased... Uh, level cap, new raid content, and new story content. Um, we have in the show notes a backslide of raiders who have made that clear because bad interfaces are bad. And in Diablo 3 news, guildies are enjoying, enjoying the new season 12, which launched quite shortly after BlizzCon 17 ended because there was, you know, no Diablo news in BlizzCon. And in WoW news, nothing's happening this week. Unless you like raiding, and then, you know, maybe a little raids going live with 11 new bosses called the Antorus Raid, which is the end raid for the uh, Legion expansion. So we're going to have 11 bosses to get down. We're actually starting that for our raid team on Wednesday. Uh, if you are looking for guides, uh, take a look at Wowhead and look up the Fat Boss guides. They have both uh, text and video uh, guides for each of the 11 bosses. And Heroic and Normal are this week. Next week, we'll launch the first wing of LFR and Mythic. And the last wing of LFR launches like mid-January. So... Mm-hmm. 
um, yeah, should be fun. We'll see how it goes. I'll report back next podcast. Awesome. So here's a funny story that for the listeners, um, Hunts and Mrs. Hunts are coming to stay with us um, next weekend, early part of next week. Looking very forward to this. Um, and we're trying to get my Sunday night Ravenloft game back to normal because we've taken some time off. And, you know, my DM said, hey, can we, we play next Sunday? I'm like, well, no, we have we have guests in town. And then, te- you know, and then Hans asked, hey, is there a laptop I can use for Sunday raid? I'm like, never mind. Evidently, game is happening on Sunday because even though, you know, we have guests in town, one of which is actually another member of Hurt. And yeah, raiding's happening. Yep. So that, that, that was pretty amazing. I'm like, yeah, no, you don't know. I, I can't game. We have visitors. Never mind. And Taurus is coming out. You know, they're going to be reading. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> All right. And in Final Fantasy 14 news, patch 4.15, bards can now perform. Custom music, music options for bards under the perform- are under the performance ability. There's new PvP mode, which is Rival Wings. Uh, the Feast Season 6 is now live, which is ranked PvP play. Latest American version of Dual Commencement Commenced, there we go is now archived and viewable. The Maiden's Rhapsody seasonal event returns a final a final fantasy 11, 11 crossover promotion event that le- rewards a cosmetic set of the old Final Fantasy 11 samurai arm- armor. Uh, Letters from Producers number 39 is up on YouTube, which details some of the 4.1 and upcoming 4.2 features. Crossworld tells are now a thing, and there might be link shells in the future. Yay. That's a lot yeah. of news in one small space. There is. And in SOTOR news, uh, SOTOR Escape Podcast 219 by Balmora and Free to Play. Uh, Seema and Max the Gray finish up on Balmora in their continuing live character playthrough series. And they also talk about how free to play works these days, as well as the uh, event that we went through with uh, some of the officers and use the free to play feature for that, which worked out really well. Wonderful. Yeah, I know you're quite enjoying that. Um when you took over the gaming laptop the other night. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Escape Podcast 220, putting the hammer down. Seema and Max the Gray run through Hammer Station Flashpoint in their continuing live playthrough series. And they talk about how guild or community in-game work, in-game events can work, as well as other news from SWOTOR, including the upcoming uh, 5.6 patch that is coming out. And awesome. speak. And speaking of this week, for Mandatory Fun Night this week, on the 28th, it will be on the Imperial side doing Dread Palace. Not Dread Fortress, but Dread Palace. (laughs) And next week, Imperial side will do Ravagers on December 5th. And remember, Mandatory Fun Night, where the the involvement is not mandatory, but the fun is. Yes, exactly. And coming on Tuesday, the 28th, is also... uh, Patch 5.6, we will get a new level 70 token called a Master's Datacron. Uh, this is bought with uh, 2,000 
cartel coins and you can boost a tune to level 70 and then go back and do any story you want and earn command XP while doing it. So you could take a level one character that is just hitting their starting area for the first time, boost it to 70 and start getting command XP from that first story all the way through while you do all the stories. So if you like doing this, the, the story, um, you know, and, and have fun doing the, the character stories, like the one through 50 stuff and, and things like that. And you want to earn a CXP. It is a hefty involvement in cartel coins, um, but it might be worth it for a few characters. Nice. We'll also be getting a new flashpoint, a new ops boss, Nahut in the gods from the machine operation on IOCAF, a new galactic starfighter deathmatch map set in orbit over IOCAF and Legacy-wide credits and unassembled components, which is your gearing component, will become uh, active on Tuesday. So you can put credits in your legacy bank and any of your characters can access them. No more having to mail credits back and forth. And the same with the unassembled components. Uh, They will become legacy-wide and can be shared among tunes, which will be really nice. Awesome. Uh, There will be an update to the Group Finder UI. And they plan to turn character transfers back on after the server consolidation. Should be around 90 cartel credits for a limited time, and then it will bump back to its normal price of 1,000 cartel coins. And also coming on the 28th, as if that wasn't enough, you will get double XP, double command XP, and double Valor for the week of the patch launch. Fabulous. All right, in Star Trek Online news, uh, Spiral will complete the research one research facilities one with operations facility one queued up right behind it, which will then have the Spire tier one upgrade behind that. Research research facility has five more projects to be filed or filmed, and they can and then AIE can start on the completion of the big projects for us. For it, uh, AIE is also nearing tier one for both branches of K thirteen and making decent progress on the first tier of the colony. AIE, you guys are killing it in STO. Keep up the hard work. Also, head over to Star Trek Online and check out the Black Friday sales going on through Monday night. Packs are on sale, 25%. Packs are on sale, 25 off all items in the C-Store. Bonus Zens if you make, if you purchase more Zen. In Minor Invasion, event is currently going on it's a great way to get marks for rep or fleet marks for fleet projects as well and in eve there is no public news political machinations are afoot aren't they usually with eve Mm -hmm. i I think that was eve's version of nothing to see here nothing to see here (laughs) redacted Redacted, (laughs) yeah they're borrowing from secret world (laughs) yeah well, you know, paranoia, it's about the same. Um, and yep. Guild Wars 2, Carrots for the Guild Hall, Monday night, Monday fun night, also MNF, um, is still a thing. Uh, Path of Fire is still awesome. Living World Season 4 starts at the end of the month, and there'll be a, a new Fractal Dungeon and the first wing of a new raid. All right. Yay. That's that's our news. Let's chat about what's going on in and out of game. Ted, I know you are a little more tuned in than I am when it comes to the geekery right now. Mm-hmm. So, what have you been doing? What I have been doing. Uh, wow, time has gotten a severe backburnered status because there mm-hmm. just isn't that much 
story. I mean, there isn't any story right now in game that I haven't gone through on um, my main character. I still have two characters left of the 12, my demon hunter and my monk to level up. And this would be a great time to do it with the anniversary going on and the 13% um, experience bonus. Just can't bring myself to do it right now. No, it's it's you know the the bonus will be there. I I can get to one ten in a zone and a half without the XP bonus due to the um, the heirlooms and stuff. So I'm not worried about uh, leveling that. Um, I did finish and get my alliance tuned to one ten, and she's halfway through Argus now. Um, again, I kind of backburnered her, but I will. Once Antorus releases, I will get her finished through Argus. Um, and then I'll have all the tunes through Argus, except, again, for the two that level. Uh, we're planning, like I said, to raid on Wednesday, mm-hmm. uh, poke our, uh, park our, poke our heads in Antorus and see how that goes. All right. So clearly I'm on Munchkin duty that night. Yep. And um, I did hit Ar- uh, Artifact Power 74. I just need to get to 75. Uh, to unlock the last trait in the uh, crucible, the the um, nether shadow crucible, mm-hmm. my brain just locked up what it was. Um, and then basically, Tet's main weapon will be done, and the quote unquote AP grind will be done. You can go to a hundred, but right now most world quests are giving anywhere between a billion to 2 billion attack power mm-hmm. and just to get from 74 to 75 i needed something like 229 billion artifact power so it's like yeah no you know yeah, we, not worth so it not well it's not something that i want to sink time into because one once you hit 75 that's really what your goal is for your weapon and then two they're going away after this expansion. The weapons are. So there's really no point in trying to get to a hundred. If I get to a hundred, great, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to grind out and try and get there. Um, I'm, in fact, I'm probably going to start throwing artifact power into the other weapons just to finish powering them up. Um, but that's mainly what we've been doing in while we we've been, we haven't been raiding for the past few past couple of weeks since before BlizzCon. Uh, just a little bit of burnout, a little bit of, you know, we can tell we're in the middle of the expansion. You're starting to hit that lull a little bit. So I'm hoping with tomorrow we'll get at least some story within Taurus and not just a, hey, go unlock a door and, oh, the raid's open. I hope there's a little bit more story progression from Magni on this. Um, but where I have been spending my time is in Star Wars. So mm-hmm. I joined in on the... Um, we did mandatory fun night on Tuesday night. Uh, we had fun. We we did one of their operations, and that was that was fun. We almost got the last boss down. We just ran out of time. Uh, probably a third pull, and we would have got it done. Uh, I have been working on my trooper, which fun story here. Um, I was having fun with my trooper. Tons of DPS, AOE DPS. Uh, you know, single target DPS. No mm-hmm, lack mm-hmm. of firepower. <laughs> Went to go apply her abilities round level 35 because I forgot I, you know, uh, like I have enough abilities. I really don't need more, but right. okay, let's go put them into this healing spec. What? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
What? My commando's a healer? Oh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess I made that choice and forgot to tell myself or, that. Yeah. But uh, apparently the DPS on this particular tune in healing mode is outstanding for leveling, which is oh, perfect. You know, all that I care about right now. Yeah, right. I'm not I'm not trying to heal on the tune. Um, I went to play my operative on the Imperial side because uh, I wanted to get her through some of the story because they're part of the 5.6 is the uh, Chiss Ascendancy storyline. Parts of it are starting to get released and she's a, a Chiss operative. And um, yeah, she can't do, she's a healer as well. Found that out. And uh, <laughs> she can't do near the DPS, the, the commando can. So, so I've got to go in and tweak some things. What is it with you and gaming and healing and now evidently forgetting that you're a healer? <laughs> uh, I have a spreadsheet and uh, you didn't check it out, did you? Oh, uh, yeah, no, I do no. remember you going like, wait, wait, what the heck? And I remember you, yeah, hurry, no, pulling up your spreadsheet. I, I did because I, I wanted to have you know, tank heal DPS, and right. and there are only certain classes, certain subclasses, specs that can be healers, so you know, one of them is commando. Um, so, you know, it's not that big a deal. Unlike, unlike, wow, it doesn't seem like at least at the lower levels, the, the gear for healing actually matters as much. So we'll see how that, we'll see how that goes as it levels up. But yeah. um, did that. We also participated in, we had a, a all officer fun night for AIE and started level one tunes on drum and cost, either Sith Sorcerer or Sith Assassin, and uh, had fun leveling up a tune as well. So awesome. um, just a lot of, a lot of leveling just because the story is so good in Star Wars. Sorry, I keep going back to story, but the lack of story in I WoW know. right now is being supplemented by all the story in, um, in Sotor, so. Well, that's also the the beauty of having a gaming community is compared to just one game, as you can switch from game to game, and you're also able to still play with the community you love and people you know. Exactly, um, but it's it's been fun. Uh, I did manage to get to command xp i want to say 160 161 on my main tune that i've been leveling up which is my sith sorcerer um i think it goes 90 180 and then 300 is the the level three so i'm trying to get to to 180 soon um but uh it's been fun i've been uh i finally got all all the tier pieces or all the, the tier pieces because I was missing the lower robe piece for the set. So now I have all seven tier pieces on the character out of the command XP crate. So I've been having nice. a lot of fun with that. So what have you been up to in or out of game? Well, not near enough gaming of any variety right now, just because of the holidays and, you know, real life happens and stuff gets canceled, unfortunately. Um, our Monday night game, which used to be our Cities of Myth, but is now a D&D game, is going strong. We're a few weeks into the Lost Minds of Philander. <laughs> you know, I never remember this. And we're after the Starforge something. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, which is a great time. Uh, guess what, guys? Ted's playing a healer, and you remembered this time. I did, and I but, don't like 5th edition healers. Can we go back to 4th edition, please? Well, honestly, we just need like a healing cantrip and everything would be good. 
something because yeah, I just it's like three there, years, I, three spells and I'm done. It's like okay, I'm out. I understand resource resource management. I had the same issue when I played Mercy. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, that's a challenge. Will... Especially we also don't have a paladin for backup. We have a bard. We have a bard. So we have a friend, and he's a very very clever guy. You know, we're one of the cleverest guys I know when it comes to gaming. And inevitably, he brings in a martial character. In our first campaign together, he brought in a half-orc ranger named Butcher. <laughs> um, in the second campaign together, he brought in this one. Okay, so Butcher lasted five sessions, six sessions, Something maybe? like that, yeah. Six, yeah. In the second campaign that we all played together, he brought in a human paladin, which lasted much longer, named Nail. He played him for several Ever. months. Several yeah. months. majority of the campaign. And then in this campaign together, he brought in a dwarven fighter named Brom, who lasted three sessions. <laughs> because he doesn't do well playing non-charismatic, non-intelligent Right. Characters. In all three incidents, the characters, well, you know, at least, you know, the paladin was charismatic, just yeah. he was stupid. <laughs> um, real stupid. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so then he brought in a bard. Yeah. Which is the exact opposite. That's pretty, so, so it's pretty funny. And oddly enough, my rogue is not sure what to think about him. <laughs> Shocker. Shocker. There's suspicion about Mills's character. This is, by yeah. the way, also happened three times. Yeah. First time it was okay eventually. Eventually. <laughs> eventually. Yeah, because she realized yeah. she, he was a fracking liar and she liked him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's, um, it's so, yeah, so that, that's happening Monday night. Um, our DM is fabulous. She's brand new at D&D, much less DMing, and she's just taking it and running. She's doing great voices. It's She's really good nice. storytelling. Yeah, yeah, and it's nice because with this particular group, we've never done a character-based game. Yep. So that's a lot of fun being able to kind of do in that, um, where it's playing more the character than the class. Yep, exactly. Which we like because of the fact that you don't you only have three three heals. Three, three heals. I have three heals, and there is no long rest in a dungeon. Nope, there's not. And cleric spells, unlike warlock spells, don't reset after a short rest. Nope. Um, what we need is a healing warlock. There we go. Yeah, totally. That would be a good idea. Yeah. Um, warlocks can get cantrips from other other places, um, but there's no healing cantrip. I know. So, also, warlocks can heal. They just have to drain from things to heal. Right, it's you know. not pretty. It's not nice. Nope. Nope. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, not really doing a ton of gaming. My Friday night group, speaking of warlocks, um, so a few months <laughs> ago, she got her hand cut off by her best friend because it had gotten fell infested because he had died in a pool and they got him back, but he was still infested. So she went to grab it to kind of touch him to figure out what was going on. And it 
latched onto her and he cut off her hand. And yeah, it was a great time. And so Cthulhu, Ash and the Evil Dead? I'm sorry? Ash and the Evil Dead with the hand cut off? Yeah, Did you pretty much. with a uh, chainsaw? Uh, no. Um, she prayed to her power, which is Cthulhu, because it's me. And proceeded to get blessed with an illithid hand. Oh, nice. So you have not flippers, but you have tentacles? She has tentacles, yeah. Yeah. Great. Tet, this is Sasha's yeah. daughter who has an illithid hand. Well, it's, it's a version of it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With an illithid hand. Um, which then last gaming session tried to touch somebody? friend's brain. Oh yes. <laughs> And everything yeah. is a damn con check here. And I have, and I lost con when we got here because I missed a save. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, up. that's about it. Um, we did FanFast, which was a lot of fun, which was, however, not very um, profitable for our company. And that just means that I have less to prep for uh, Comic-Con next year. True. True. But we met. But James, oh, I'm sorry? It was, it was a good it was a good time as far as it was a good time. Not so much, but, but it was fun. Yeah. You know, when you spend two days smiling and meeting people and that, so that was good. Um, you got a yeah. fabric hookup. Oh my God. I got a fabric hookup and she has Hogwarts stuff. <laughs> what do you say? Thank you, dear. That's okay. Cause uh, Mew's wife, Jen, found a place today that has kingdom hearts fabrics oh nice ryan will love that yeah yeah Was it yesterday? she may have found it yesterday but in any case okay. yeah uh, oh back to game so which game was it that your dm said oh by the way could you please uh re-roll your characters as level one? Oh yeah and then advance them to level 20 yeah so same game that <laughs> The warlock has one, one second. I have a visual. One moment. I'm sorry. Please pause. Oh, do you have the do you have the hand tentacles over there? Yeah. Oh, oh and there's Celine in the background. Our you dog's name is Celine, dog. and we call her Weenie. Nobody had dropped trow, okay? <laughs> I said Celine in the background. Oh, I heard Weenie. So mm. yeah, so these are my my accessories that would have popped out at game Friday night, <laughs> but I got canceled due to the holidays. Oh, that's awesome. So, yes. So, our DM's like, by the way, I need you to have um, your characters at level one recreated. Like, really? That's that's not a good thing? No. Also, you will also want to make sure, because we're doing a god campaign. In, a, right. in essence, our characters are eventually going to become gods. In, the in theory. In I theory. If you survive know. the experience. <laughs> I, she's not meant to be a god. That's not her. Um, yeah. But we're all supposed to have our characters at level 20. Cool. As well. Yeah. So yeah, I had to recreate her at level 1, which <laughs> actually, warlocks um, are still kind of good at level 1. Yes. Yes, they are. As Kenny found out. Yes, as our Kenny fan, I was just, playing our Warlock in our Monday it, game. Yeah, it's just her dice are horrible. My God. <laughs> if anybody knows of some really great ways to uncurse dice, please contact Dan Kenya via Twitter or let us know because she, her dice never roll well. And we've tried everything. We've tried new dice. We've tried electronic dice. We've tried everything short of bathing them in holy water or blessing <laughs> them under a full moon or with sage. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's what I'm getting up for Christmas. And and unfortunately, John's dice aren't much better. So I think yeah. that whole family's cursed. Yeah. Yeah. Elkarth. Yeah, his dice don't work either. So. Uh, but you, uh, so the last thing is we did do last Sunday, which is why we weren't, didn't do the podcast at our normal time. We did do early Thanksgiving and you did wonderful. Thank you. So yeah, the guilt kitchen was a mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. It was a mess because of course, you know, early Thanksgiving involves multiple batches of croissants and puff pastry for the brie and the turkey and the normal stuff good. and caramel apple pie. and Yeah. The last of the leftovers left the fridge today, except for the desserts because desserts you know, are still you, valuable. You can't do that to desserts. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so yeah, so that was a good time. Um, see what else have we went up to psyched out for star wars yes we have now reached the makala wears a star wars shirt every day pretty week pretty period. much yep yep and if i'm not wearing <sighs> no apple it should not be biscuits yes i know this is america however i cook fancy i make the biscuits he makes the i make the biscuits he does. I do. And they're good. They're good biscuits too. Delicious biscuits. She makes awesome gravy. So we do we do biscuits and gravy. It's awesome. Yes. Um so. yeah, Star Wars is coming up. We've reached the all things Star Wars all the time. I would apologize, but I can't. I think I think Corley, yeah, I was gonna say Corley yeah. said I could do that also. Wear Star yes. Wars shirts every so day. Carly, yeah. Carly, join me in wearing Star Wars shirts every day. I'll show for the audit for the chat room. Yep. That that yeah, is today's yeah. Star Wars shirt. It's a muscle tee with the Death Star and X Wings because X Wings. Show show it off again. Sorry. I was, I'm sorry. My the camera grabbed my screens to yours. Oh, show the one second. There we go. Yay. So let's see. I think that's Good about job. it. Um, hmm. Ooh. So Corley is currently wearing a fashionable um, Star Wars t-shirt along with a Boba Fett hoodie. Awesome. Very nice. Very, cool. Very nice. All right. Anything else, my dear? Yeah. No, I think that's it. It's mainly WoW and Star Wars for me. Uh, you've been pen and paper gaming. And uh, now we're just getting ready for our annual family friends uh, festivus on Yule. Uh-huh. And uh, that's about it. I think we're yeah. good. Yeah, all right. Um, so that's a show for tonight. Where the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank each other for coming coming on the show and wish Mew a speedy recovery from the undead plague. Yes, exactly. If you have questions or comments about our show, you can email us at podcast at AIE-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Mew is at the Mew Cow. McCullough is at Cyberwave. And I am at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And you can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, guild.org slash podcast-live-stream. Our Discord server for chat is at bit.ly slash AIE podcast discord. 
Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play all the great AIE member segments we received this week, including overly dramatic news from Hunts the Wind, because somehow some guy was sick and didn't want to do an alt edit. What is up, Mew? <laughs> oh, yeah. No voice. There's no that. Voice. Yes. No voice. I think, he, I think he said it drops like five octaves and you, it's just you can't hear him. Yeah. So. Yeah. And he already has that low voice anyway. So Exactly. All right. And next time we will be talking to Duras about Final Fantasy or Destiny. Or whatever else comes to mind. So until then, AIE. Sorry. So until then, AIE, this is Tetsemi. This is Makala, and this has been the AIE Podcast. Technicians' transport tinkering leads to terrible trouble. It's the Early Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. It was just a few years ago that the pinnacle of aerial transport was the Sky Golem, a masterpiece that took engineers a full month of work to create. Many tinkerers made a profitable living selling the metal suits to eager buyers. However, the original design had a horrible flaw. While it could harvest herbs without dismounting, the same capability did not extend to minerals. So while the suit was incredibly popular with herbalists, it was useless to the engineers who created it since they invariably took mining as their second profession. After years of waiting for an updated design, gnomish engineer Brax Pullywinkle decided to take matters into her own hands and modified a suit to include shovel and pick attachments. Unfortunately, she didn't realize that the original inventor, Chief Engineer Jard, had sold the patent rights to the Iron Forge conglomerate Magnetronics. The company promptly issued a patent infringement claim, had the Iron Forge guard seize the modified golem, and threw the poor gnome into detention. The Engineering Frontier Foundation, aka the EFF, has taken up Brax's case, arguing that Magnetronics is stifling innovation to hoard minerals and profits to itself. The EF further asserts that even if Pullywinkle violated the letter of the law, she should not be punished because what she did is a minor offense. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at overlydramaticnews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs> <laughs>